0: Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Christina, and you're listening to your Marketing Homegirl podcast. So on this episode, episode 12, um, I'm going to discuss how you can support a movement. And I know these last couple of weeks, um, half of this year has been already been cray, but definitely the last couple of weeks ha- have been a little bit more, um, impactful, um, as far as social justice and, you know, just doing what's right. Um, and it may, I had another episode that I was going to, um, talk about, which was TikTok, but I felt that releasing that episode would come off as I'm ignoring the issue. And, that bothered me. I definitely don't want anybody to think that I'm ignoring the issue. I'm definitely observing and donating and participating on the back end, um, kind of doing my own thing, and making sure that my I have this conversation with my kids because my seven year old is looking at and experiencing what's going on as far as the pandemic, and you know, seeing everything at school, and you know, we live in a city where. Unfortunately, one of the victims of police brutality, um, Sean, who was from San Francisco, um, you know, was shot. So, you know, there's a lot to discuss. Um, There's been a lot of discussion in my household on all four fronts. So I decided to create this episode on how you can support a movement because I know everybody wants to support But they don't know how or what they can do or they feel that if they're not outside protesting, they're not supporting a movement. And that's absolutely not true. Definitely, you know, we would love everybody to go out there and support, um, you know, strength in numbers. But if you're not able to do so, that's also okay. There's other ways that you can um, provide your support. And so, you know, one of them, for example, obviously, is to join a protest, right? If you're able to do so, absolutely do it. There's a lot of organizations out there that, um, promote that information on social media, or if you're tied to an organization, um, you know, I mean, our younger generation, students are organizing protests, right? Um, the one in Berkeley, the one in Oakland, the one in San Francisco. And so, you know, there are plenty of different movements um, that you can join. Um, you know, just pick a an issue that you're passionate about and that you definitely want to support. Um, but if you haven't joined a protest, I would definitely recommend to do so. Um, the second one would be to uh, maybe you want to assist with organizing a protest. Um, you know, maybe you have ties with, you know, local organizations or You know, you get discounts um, for certain materials that the protesters can use, or you can go out there and just hand out water, um, snacks. You know, these protests protests were happening on hot days and people still went out there because, you know, that was besides the point. The weather did not matter. The fact of the matter is there are our our black brothers and sisters are dying every day because of police brutality, because of systematic racism, you know, there was a bigger message than that. And so if you're able to go out there and help in any way, you know, to assist, to, um, you know, hand out hand sanitizer, mask, anything that you can do that you have access to, um, or maybe it didn't get thought of and that you see like, wow, you know, I should go out there and help them with that. I didn't see, you know, them helping kids or the elderly or bus fare or whatever it is. You know, you create your own lane on what you want to assist with um, during a movement. Uh, Number three would be to donate to a local organization. Um, I definitely had to brush up on my skills on local organizations because I there's so many of them now. Right. And I did not want to. Discredit the ones that I, I wasn't aware of. So um, I did my research, I asked friends and I was able to, um, you know, look at local organizations that are at the forefront of local issues in our community, you know, in Oakland, in Vallejo, in San Francisco, in Fresno, in Modesto. I mean, it's everywhere. Um, there is an organization, you know, in a, in a city near you. And so, um, I just want you guys to kind of keep an open mind and definitely do research about, um, local organizations that, you know, you would like to donate to. Um, I'm going to have a list of links, um, on my website for you guys to go to, if you guys want to go ahead and donate, or if you guys want to look at the different causes, um, a lot of them support black lives matter, um, a lot of them support you know kids in cages, immigration, undocumented immigrants. You know, that has always been you know all the time. Um, you know, so there's those organizations. Um, I'm starting to see some about higher education, um, you know the rent strike. I mean, there's so many of them that you can research. So if there's something that you again, you're passionate about and you want to donate, I would definitely recommend to do so. Or even just to look, you know, you can look and see again how you can help. Doesn't have to be money, but just how you can help with those um, those issues and to that organization. Um, The fourth thing is create awareness of the cause, you know, by sharing information like I know I'm constantly sharing information Um, on bail of housing, on bail of marketing, your marketing homegirl. Sometimes I don't even know what Instagram page I'm on just because there's so many information that's out there that I want to share with you guys. But, um, you know, I'm sharing stuff even if it doesn't pertain to me because it could pertain to you, you know. It could pertain to somebody else, you know. And so just sharing, reposting that information goes a long way. And that's how a lot of information... Gets passed on, you know, like if we want to think about how movements were created back in the day. Right. The Chicano movement of the students walking out in East L.A., um, the civil rights movement, the women's liberation movement, the United Farm Workers movement. There's so many movements out there that did not have social media. Right. Everything was just based on word of mouth, phone calls and Printing, right? Printing flyers. And so if you think about the way that they organized and they, you know, made themselves known, you know, they had a clear message and, you know, thousands of people showed up in different cities, you know, everybody was aware of what the other city was doing, what the, uh, what other high schools were doing. I mean, the communication was just on point. So we definitely have more of an advantage our generation today, 2020, social media, you know, the news outlet, um, obviously phone call, text messaging, you can continue to print flyers. Um, you know, there's just so much that we can do. So, so again, if you see something that you feel is informational, you want to create awareness, you want to, you know, educate people on what's going on. I would continue to do so. Um, And then the last thing is just to educate yourself, continue learning about the issues um, that you're passionate about. And I keep saying that because I don't want you guys to be phony on donating money or picking a cause just because, you know, just because it's, it's just, you know, so familiar. Like, I really want you guys to, to dig deep down inside and be like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, this is not right. You know this is wrong. I want to do this. I support this organization. I absolutely want to see you know kids come out of cages. I definitely want to see you know um, you know our, our 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 black community get treated equally as everybody else. Um, you know just whatever it is, I want you guys to educate yourself and really understand what's going on because this has been going on. For hella long, just too long, too long, too long, too long, too long, too long. And I'm just thinking about I didn't learn about these movements, about the Chicano movement, about you know the civil rights movement, the United Farm Workers Movement. Um, I didn't learn this until college. In my 20s, I'm learning that Chicano students from East LA organized a walkout because the education system was discriminating against them. I mean, they couldn't even use the bathroom. They couldn't even speak Spanish in class. They were not even given equal opportunities as, you know, non-Chicanos to attend college. They weren't getting opportunities for scholarship. Um, you know, it's just, it goes way deeper than that, but those are just a, the few of the, of the issues that they were fighting for. And these were high school students. You know, and the fact that they had to think more like an adult than the damn adults that were managing their education, I mean, that to me just blows my mind, you know? And I feel like that's why I'm also so passionate about education for my kid because I'm responsible for my kid's education and I'm my kid's advocate and I wanna make sure that my kids get the best education or the best opportunities. And I really don't depend on the schools, I really don't. Like, I question everything. And, you know, and I shouldn't have to feel sorry for that. And I don't want to hear the excuse that we're underfunded or we're this and that. Like, you can still make time for my kid. You can still show compassion um, in the job that you do. Don't make it all about a money issue, you know. So, again, educate yourself. Continue to learn about the issues that are at hand. Continue to learn about our history, you know. If you're, you know, Latino, you know, there's a lot of movements in Central and South America and Mexico that were happening um, back in the day, you know, to create awareness of the the treatment that they were receiving from the government. I mean, in 1968, when there was and um, the Olympics were there um, in Mexico City, students were protesting outside of the Olympics to show, you know tourists and incoming, you know, people that were coming into that country like hey, here is my my country hosting, you know, a million dollar um, sport event and we're treated like shit. You know, we're living on the streets. We're eating food from dumpsters, you know, and a lot of the Olympic athletes saw that, especially the black athletes. I mean, if you guys want to look at um there is a, a video on Netflix and it's just crazy. Like, I can't think of it of the word right now. I can't think of the of the movie, but um, the documentary, I mean, I'll put it on my blog. But um, it was the two uh, black athletes that won the track and field, um, you know, the ones where you see them, you know, do the 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 hand gesture of black power because you know, they were the only ones who did it and had the courage to do it. And because of that, they got reprimanded. And there was even a big discussion to remove their title from the Olympics. I mean, it's crazy. And, but if you think about it, it's no different than today. Look how we're judging Colin Kaepernick. He's been saying, "Hey, my people, black the black community, police brutality, you know, systematic racism." I'm gonna kneel down to create awareness. And look at that, everybody twisted it about you're disrespecting the flag. You know, um, I have you know families who 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 were in the war, who are in the military, and guess what? So do I, and I did not find that offensive. You know. I was able to educate myself and, and learn about what Colin Kaepernick was saying, but everybody else twisted it and making it something that it wasn't because they were uncomfortable with the reality of Colin Kaepernick and what the black community has been saying their entire lives. So again, I cannot stress enough, educate yourself, you know, and stand up for what you believe in, you know, um, that's really all I have to say. I mean, I can really go on, but I, I I really meant to kind of, again, I like my podcast to be a little bit shorter, but I just want you guys, I wanted to give you guys this, you know, quick podcast update because I have a lot of things coming up. Um, I definitely want to talk to you guys about the Chicano movement, about the civil rights movement, um, you know, stories that you guys have not heard of, The Women's Liberation Movement, if you've not heard about Gloria Steinman, women, thank her because there are a lot of things, you know, in the 60s and 70s that women were not allowed to do. And a lot of them had to do with our women productive uh, production, um, birth control. Again, things that we're still dealing with today, right? Men controlling women's bodies. So she was at the forefront of that. Um, The United Farm Workers movement, Movement with Dolores Huerta and Cesar Chavez. I mean, it goes bigger than just boycotting grapes. It's about, you know, the working conditions of the farm workers for them to receive benefits and vacation time and, you know, just the conditions of them and having a contract in place you know between the farm owner and the farm worker and creating a union you know based on based on that. I mean again, there's hella information I want to share you guys. I'm very passionate about this and um I'm definitely going to create episodes of, you know, of our of our Latin culture, Afro Latina, women's movements. I mean, there's so much that I want to share with you guys. So I hope you guys stay tuned again. Thank you for your support. I hope everybody's out there safe and I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.